Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Dirt Radio, Friends of the Earth's radio show on 3CR where we get down and dirty with all the activists around in the Melbourne Grassroots Network. Um, we're coming at you live from Wurundjeri Country on in the Kulin Nation and um, acknowledge that the sovereignty of these places have never been ceded. Um, I'm your host Phil Evans and um, co-hosting with me is Emma Watson. Good morning. Hey, Emma, how are you today? Uh, Good, thanks. Good to be here. Um, This morning, we've also got Jamila Rushton in the studio, who is the fundraising coordinator in the operations team at Faux Melbourne. Good morning, Jamila. Morning, everyone. Whoops. Try again. Good morning. (laughs) Morning, everyone. Great to be here. Morning, Jamila. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm still hanging for a coffee, but, you know, I can wait another (laughs) half an hour. (laughs) Right. Well, um, before then, um, we're going to talk a bit about the launch event that happened last Thursday at the Fitzroy uh, Town Hall called Six Months to Make a Difference. So for those who didn't attend, we get the the benefit of hearing from Jamila today and um, to tell us a bit about about what happened. Um, So over to you, Jamila. Okay, well, at Faux Melbourne at the moment, we've got six Victorian-based campaigns who are working on um, key issues in the lead-up to the Victorian state election in November. Um, So the Six Months to Make a Difference launch was an opportunity for all of those campaigns and collectives to um, let the community know what they've been working on in the lead-up to the election and what's going to be happening over the next six months where we really start to ramp up our campaign activities across the state. Um, So, and... We had um, members from our Sustainable Cities Collective who are working a lot on transforming Melbourne's transport system talk about their community-powered transport plan and we also really kicked off the, the new campaign from Yes to Renewables to power Victorians' trains with renewable energy, which is really exciting. Um, we also heard from the forest teams who have been out um, really causing a bit of a ruckus around state politics with the forest key forest issues at the moment. So talking about the creation of the Great Forest National Park and the East Gippsland Emerald Link and the importance of those places to maintaining our biodiversity. And also hearing from the newly kind of um, relaunched River Country campaign and hearing about their legacy of work in the Murray-Darling um, area and the water protection of, the, of that river and hearing about what's next um, for that campaign as they enter a new stage around water protection. Um, we also heard from the Quick Coal campaign who are, who are running a new energy justice um, venture which is about um, really creating a means for energy to be 
put back in the hands of community and community community control. And finally, sorry, I know I'm going <laughs> on a bit here. That was, it was a long night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> heard from um, the Act on Climate Collective, who are really calling for greater investment in climate solutions at the state level. Um, yeah, so it was a really inspirational night. I actually felt a bit like a bit of a proud auntie um, standing at the back of the room hearing all of these amazing um, comrades have such powerful and inspirational things to say. Um, so, yeah, it was really just an opportunity for the community to get kind of a handle on what, what this Six Months to Make a Difference vision is and how these campaigns are supporting each other in the lead up to the state election and how people could get involved. Cool. Um, we had a couple of special guests um, lined up. Unfortunately, um, Tony Birch was uh, was sick and we wish him really well and hope um, he's having a speedy recovery. But also uh, Kate Audie, who is the um, ACT um, Sustainability and Climate Commissioner um, up in ACT, already said that, uh, she, she came along um, via Skype and had a few um, words to say. What, what sort of things did she have to say to the audience? It was actually really lovely to hear from Kate because I've heard so much about her and the time that I've been at FOE and um, her work and ne but never been able to meet her. So it was really amazing to see her and have her speak um, via Skype. Um, she talked a lot about her experience of working with FOE both in a professional nature and also as a, um, a person who lives in and is part of a regional community um, that was being impacted by anti-wind laws. Mm. And, yeah, she spoke about her experience... Um, of kind of coming into contact with FOE and working alongside FOE in kind of dismantling the anti-win laws. And really, yeah, the, the, the things that I took away from her, her talk was a, around the concepts of grassroots organising and also in not just grassroots organising but dismantling hierarchies that um, prevent grassroots from having stronger voices. So, um, and I really, yeah, I really took a lot away from that that it's a sort of a dual dual-pronged approach mm. yeah for sure and that's something that uh is kind of key to the the organizing model at um friends of the earth is that working anti-hierarchically um without bosses we don't have ceos um we don't have uh people drawing large salaries we practice wage equity um and also use consensus decision making so everyone gets a say every day um with equal pay <laughs> um, so at the moment, uh, there's a lot going on around the FOE office. Uh, it's coming towards that time of the year. Uh, listeners to 3CR will know that um, the Radiothon is starting to amp up, but also at Friends of the Earth. Uh, it's a big time of year for us, and I know especially you, Jamila. Mm, definitely. Um, well, yes, it is. Um Basically, you know, this election campaign and all this grassroots activism isn't going to pay for itself. Um, so we're running our annual um, tax appeal at the moment. So if you do feel um, called to sling us a donation to help support these amazing campaigns, you can do so at melbourne.fo.org.au slash donate. Um, and if you would like to kind of make a contribution to a particular campaign, if any of those campaigns really stood out to you, um, that's something you want to support, you can also do that um, by giving a giving us a call or getting in touch with us at the office. That's really easy to do. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a very, it's going to be a busy time. There's going to be a lot more events coming up through the rest of the year, a lot more community outreach, a lot more travel to different um parts of the, the regions in the state. Um, it's my mum calling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hi, mum. Um, 
Um, yeah, so yeah, that's a, it's going to be an important time. And um, yeah, we, we do need all the support. And if you do feel like making a one-off donation or becoming a member, you can do that. Sure, and there's um, a lot of great reasons to become a member of Friends of the Earth. Uh, not only the fantastic uh, discount down at the food co-op, the famous Friends of the Earth food co-op. Um, I'll be down there for lunch, so I'm dropping and say hi if you're around. Um, but also there is a uh, an event coming up um, to help us really start to mobilise around that six months to make a difference. Uh, so uh, do you want to let people know about what's coming up on July 21st? Oh, thanks for reminding me of the date there, Phil. I was starting to feel a bit nervous. Um, but yeah, I think with the we had so much interest in the six months to make a difference campaign launch and um, we wanted to really give people more of an opportunity to get involved because there, you know, there was sort of a, yeah, we reached capacity of the venue. So what we have put together is a full day of skill sharing. So what we want to do is bring people from the community who are involved in campaigns and all of the campaigns that I mentioned before together and facilitate some key skill shares around um, some community organising, building strong collectives. We'll be talking about facilitation and consensus and we'll be talking about planning creative actions and what we can do to support each other. So that's a full one day event that will be held um, somewhere in the local area, but we're not sure it, just exactly where yet, venue TBC. Um, but yeah, I'd really encourage people to come along to that if you want to get involved in any of the campaigns, because not only will we be, um, have the opportunity to, um, yeah, kind of learn from people who are working on things, you'll also have the opportunity to offer your skills and um, experience too, um, in the spirit of non-hierarchy and flat structure and skill sharing that's going to be how that day rolls um so that event is going to be free for members so if you're a member of foe you can come along for free and also um yeah also free for any first nations mob who want to come along and um if you are not a member um you can come along for the price of 120 dollars. So or you could sign up and become a member exactly <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's that's on the 21st of july Oh, great. And just for people who may have just tuned in, can you just um, mention the six uh, campaign themes again? Okay, so we've got Yes to Renewables, Working on Renewable Energy, Act on Climate, um, Climate Change Solutions in Victoria, um, Sustainable Cities who are working on transport, uh, Energy Justice, working on transforming our energy system in Victoria. Um, we've got River Country who are working out in on the Murray around river health and water health and our forest team who are doing amazing forest protection work. Sure. And if people want to find out more about these issues and even more things, there is a series of talks coming up at Friends of the Earth, uh, our winter series of uh, talks down in the in the famous food co-op. Oh, double plug for food co-op. Mm. <laughs> I'm getting a discount on lunch. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, there's the first one coming up. Real soon, um, the date is eluding me, but we're going to put links to all of those events up on the uh, Dirt Radio page. Uh, so if you're going to listen to a podcast later or if you're listening to it right now, you can check out the page and find links to find those Winter Series talks as well as the Skillshare as well and more, 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 more. Mm. 
And if you tune into Dirt Radio every Tuesday morning between 9.30 and 10, over the next six months, there'll be um, consistent updates on what's happening with the campaign as we move through those themes. Sure. The countdown to the election is on. We've got a vision for Victoria, a state that works for people, climate, the environment and economy. And we want everyone to get involved. So stay tuned to Dirt Radio. Uh, keep an eye out on the Friends of the Earth Melbourne Facebook page and keep an eye out in the streets for all the collectives out doing work to make a better Victoria. We'll be back in a moment. 3CR Radiothon 2018, Fight for Your Mic. The 3CR annual Radiothon fundraiser is almost here. From June the 4th to the 17th, we're asking you to help us stay on air by making a generous donation. Any amount you can afford makes a big difference, and all donations over $2 are tax deductible. To donate, call 039419 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. 3CR Radiothon 2018. Fight for your mic. We know you love our 3CR Radical Radio t-shirts and so do we. They're a bargain at $20 for adults and $15 for kids and come in black, white, grey and a cool light blue. To nab one of these beauties, drop into the station at 21 Smith Street or order by phoning 94198377 or you can visit us online at 3cr.org.au forward slash shop. Come on, you know you want one. Hi, and we're back on Dirt Radio. Um, Big thanks to Jamila Rushton, um, Friends of the Earth fundraising coordinator, who was just telling us about six months to make a difference. The uh, election campaign in the run-up to the November Victorian state election. Um, As I said, I'll put links to all of the events, the many, many, many events that um, Jamila was talking about, um, the the training event, the winter series of talks uh, on the uh, 3CR Dirt Radio page so you can get more involved. Thanks, Jamila. Great having you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Moving on to something different. Um, Back in April, Friends of the Earth Netherlands took the first steps in legal action against Shell to stop the destruction of the climate. Uh, This groundbreaking case, if successful, would significantly limit Shell's investments in oil and gas globally by requiring them to comply with global climate targets. And joining us in the studio now is Friends of the Earth International Resisting Neoliberalism a resisting neoliberalism and economic justice coordinator. Whew, that is quite a title. <laughs> um, Sam Cossa-Gilbert. Um, good morning, Sam, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's great to be on the show. Um, so this case is quite groundbreaking and uh, and very unique in the way that it approaches uh, suing a company over climate change. Can you give us a little rundown on how it differs from other cases? Yeah, sure thing. So there's a number of climate cases now coming up uh, against major fossil fuel companies. Um, It's called climate litigation, and we see it as a really new and exciting way to keep fossil fuel companies accountable. Um, 
across the world we see a number of different cases so we're seeing um, a, a case in the Philippines we're seeing a case in the US in, in a whole range of places this case is different because what it seeks to do is make them comply uh, and keep fossil fuels in the ground so a number of the other cases um, are, are seeking compensation basically they're saying um, these fossil fuel companies have caused the damage um, so for example in the United States um, what they're saying is the fossil fuel companies need to pay for the levies that are going to protect the city. Um, whereas our case is saying uh, you need to stop causing climate change basically and comply with international law. So the case is in the Netherlands. Shell's headquarters is in the Netherlands. Shell is one of the top 10 major polluters of all time uh, and we think we can't continue to allow um, uh, fossil fuel companies to pollute with impunity if we're going to stop climate change. I mean, if I was to go and burn down your house, Phil, um, oh my God, <laughs> that would that would be illegal. Whereas we seem to think, uh, and we also think it is illegal for fossil fuel companies to burn our common home. So that's the basis of the case, um, and also it's based in a law called the Dutch Duty of Care. So in in the Netherlands, we don't have it in Australia, but we're we'd like to see a similar law here in Australia. They have a law that says, you know. People, companies, the state cannot grievously harm uh, society. So people, the state and companies have a, have a duty of care to society. Mm. And that's proving the basis of the case. It's also based and how do we show what the duty of care is. So it's based on around international norms. So we're going to be using the Paris Climate Agreement as, as kind of establishing that that is the norm uh, around around climate change and keeping there's an agreement between 190 countries to keep emissions below 1.5 degrees so we're saying that is the now the internationally accepted norm uh, and companies uh, the state and people need to uh, need to uh, comply with that and that's the basis of the case Wow, it sounds really exciting. Um, it's really heartening to hear the uh, the Paris uh, agreements being used for good rather than uh, being a kind of symbolic gesture that has put up on the shelf and occasionally referred to for political gain. Um, do you think this will spark more similar cases worldwide or is it kind of a unique situation in the Netherlands that they have regarding that law? So we think it will spark more and more cases. I mean, we've just seen another case launched in the US. We're seeing another case. A number of Friends of the Earth groups around the world are also looking into these style of cases. Um, and it's a real, you know, domino effect, to use the term. Uh, we see 50 cases, not just climate cases against Shell. So Shell, our case is mainly about climate change. We also have another case against them about their human rights impacts. So Shell is a big, dirty, polluting company um, that has a number of operations here in Australia. So you see fracking uh, in dirty fracking up in Queensland, a mm. number of um, big major carbon bomb gas projects uh, north of Broome, um, but is most famous tragically for its its uh, its destruction in the Niger Delta in Nigeria, where mm. a number of people are being killed, gross human rights violations, not just Shell, but a number of, uh, of fossil fuel companies. Um, it's been called the Niger Delta areas of it, a kind of uh, a meter in petrol, and that's been called an ecocide, where, where the whole ecosystems have been destroyed. Destroyed. Uh, so Shell, we think, yeah, is 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 culpable for the actions that it's committed in Nigeria, but also for its climate actions. Um, and there's been a real trail of dis destruction. And there's a number of places. So the AGM, Shell's AGM, was just recently uh, on Tuesday. Uh, and there's now 50 cases, uh, legal challenges against Shell for its human rights and climate impacts. Um, and so we see there a real rising tide of, of, of cases that will uh, bring Shell to justice and, and stop the corporate impunity.
For sure. This case is being run in the Netherlands, as we said, but it does have a or potential Australian impact. So Shell's oil and gas reserves in Australia have about a billion tonnes of CO2 uh, combined amongst it. Um, what, what could happen if the case is successful in the Netherlands um, here in Australia? So I think the first impact would be uh, ending the impunity of fossil fuel companies. And I think that would have a very strong and psychological impact to, if a court would say you can no longer uh, continue to invest in fossil fuels. And I think that would just ripple through the global energy system. Mm. Um, secondly, you would see uh, potentially, and again, this is hyper, uh, thinking forward, but potentially a limiting of the new uh, gas field operations that Shell has in Australia. So it, it has it has broad-reaching impact. Um, also, Shell is discovering oil all the time. They just found some more massive mm. deposits uh, off the coast of the US. So it, it, the, the real impact is on the new field gas um, and oil exploration. Uh, so that could be quite a substantial impact. Sure. So... Getting um, narrowing it down to a bit more local uh, at Friends of the Earth Melbourne, there is a uh, economic justice collective, and I wanted to, uh, which you're also a part of, as well as uh, thinking globally and acting locally, as they say. Um, I just wanted to uh, to narrow on to last week. There was a bit of an action outside of a Shell uh, service station. Can you let our listeners know what happened there? Yeah, so we've just started a bit of an international solidarity collective at Friends Earth Melbourne. I'd really encourage any of the listeners who are interested in international solidarity, economic justice issues, environmental justice, um, to look us up on the website at fo.org.au and, and there's a little contact sheet so you can get involved. Uh, last week, we took part in international solidarity action related to this case run by Friends of the Earth Netherlands with 25 other Friends of the Earth groups. Um, it was Shell's AGM. There was a motion inside the AGM um, from, a, um, from a group to kind of green Shell, I guess, um, to, to do what we're trying to do in the court, but through a shareholder motion. Mm. Uh, and Shell rejected that motion. They said to their shareholders, you know, do not support this motion. I think 6 to 8% of shareholders supported the motion. So not quite enough, um, or substantially not enough. Mm. Uh, and we think it's really important to bring more and more public pressure on Shell. So, yeah, there were 25 actions. We went down to the local Shell station. We announced to them and told them that we're going to be seeing them in court. They don't seem to want to change themselves voluntarily, and that's why we need uh, to use the law and also people's movements to hold them accountable. But, yeah, in its form, we were about 20 of us down there at the, at the, uh, at the Shell petrol station with the banner. Um, but also, yeah, I think the power of it was there was an action in inside the AGM. There was uh, colleagues from Nigeria who were there, there was uh, action at the AGM. There was a whole bunch, as I said, around 20 actions uh, around the around around the world. And what we're also doing as part of Friends of the Earth Melbourne is people can join up to the case as an honorary kind of claimant. We're already over 25,000 people who've joined this legal case, um, and you can do that at the FOE website. Um, but again, yeah, other Friends of the Earth groups were really out there signing people up to join this case um, because, yeah, with more and more people, we have more and more power to, to hold this company accountable. For sure. It's um, a really exciting um, case. Uh, and I'm really uh, excited to keep a tack on what is going on 
with the uh, case as it progresses. Uh, so if people are keen to get involved with the Economic Justice Collective, as Sam said, there are links on the Friends of the Earth Australia website. So you can go to foe.org.au and check that out. But I'll also be putting those links as well as all those fantastic events that uh, we were talking about in the previous segment up on the 3CR Dirt Radio page so everyone can stay involved. Get involved in these important actions as we move to protect the planet locally and internationally. So thank you so much for joining us in the studio, Sam. Thank you. Good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. We'll be right back. Oh, we're going to a song already. Maybe we'll join a pause that for a second. And... And just before we go, I uh, just wanted to remind our listeners that uh, the Radiothon is coming up That's right. on 3CR. From the 4th of June to the 11th. That's right. We're going to fight for your mic. And so you'll be hearing more about that over that week for sure. And um, it's our role to um, get donations. For sure we do. We've got a radio on the air. We've got to raise $850. Um, so if you have enjoy the show, if you download the podcasts, if you love hearing our voices on the airways, <laughs> <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> then um, please jump on to 3cr.org.au and um, subscribe. Uh, mention that you like Dirt Radio um, as you do it. Um, or you can give the station a call right now on 0394198377. Check out social media. Check out everything because it is going to be huge it's going to be a massive year as we work to raise over a quarter of a million dollars to keep 3cr on the air um thank you so much emma thank you um i just want to let our listeners know as well emma's first go at paneling a show so um congratulations (laughs) (laughs) you did a fantastic job and we'll be back Next with, week. With more six months to make a difference things and stay tuned to 3CR.